is it's real simple. Basically, there's three grabbers, three taggers, five twig runners, and the player at whack bat. Center tagger lights a pine cone and chucks it over the basket, and the whack batter tries to hit the cedar stick off the cross rock. Then the twig runners dash back and forth until the pine cone burns out, and the umpire calls hot box. Finally, at the end, you count up however many score downs it adds up to and divide that by nine. Hello? <laughs> wow. Uh, what yeah, what mic is that? Oh, you like the sound of that? <laughs> yeah. Is it right on your keyboard? Hello, friend. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to 1913. <laughs> Old Man River by Billy Murray. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Skype. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I sure can. Yeah. How are you? You know, I'm great. I had everything set up fine in the Finder. I used the excellent uh, sound sound source by uh, by Rogue Amoeba. S2. Yeah. So so naturally, Skype had it all completely different. It just works. How are you? I'm fine. Better now. Oh, what happened? I got you on the line. Oh, you. No. Am I cold? Do I sound cold? Oh, you sound so cold. Wait, hang on. I think my thing. Oh, look at that. Am I too bright now? Am I too hot? Oh, you're hot. Hmm. Hmm. Why? Why are you better now? Did something happen? No, I got morning? got you on the phone. That's it. I got you. Yeah, on we the... got Money Boy going for a while there. <laughs> Did you guys end up? You guys. You know what? We can't talk about shows on the other show. Okay. People hate that. People hate everything. <laughs> hey, when my Mac makes noises, do, do you do you hear it on the on the Skype? You don't hear when it goes bloop bloop and stuff like that, right? Uh Sometimes. I can I can hear that. Now is that going the thing? Well, like if it, if it bleeds just... through. Oh, oh, I got those Marco uh, headphones. I got those. Uh, no, I'm those, not. I'm not talking. Uh, I'm not talking about leakage. <laughs> you're, not, you're talking about bleeding, not leakage. Bleeding, not leakage. Ask your doctor about leakage. <laughs> I look old. So God, old. you do. It's I misspelled Kane. Damn, I misspelled Kane on the internet. Do you understand like how long I've spent like reading books and looking things up, and I misspelled Kane on a quote from your son. I made him look illiterate. <sighs> I should start literally start over. I should go back to Ohio, go back to Jewish hospital. No can offense. you? Oh yeah, you kidding me? You can crawl back in there. You know that thing where they smash they down. They say you can never cushions. go home. No, that was a Thomas Hardy or Thomas Wolf. Who Har- was that? Harding. I think. You're Am I Harding. thinking of? I think I'm thinking of uh, Nastasia Kinsky. Kinsky. Hmm. Cat people putting out fires with. Hey, are we officially? Are we okay? I need to know because I'm going to put this in the dingus. Are we officially talking about the thing today? Yeah, I want. Oh, I want to. Well, I mean, we're going to do the whisper campaign, right? Yeah. Okay. Copy. I go to copy. And I go to paste. <laughs> uh, Is that what it's like? Uh, uh, I oh, I cut again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were switching over just now. I could hear you doing that. Yeah, uh, and uh, I click the thing. I go to. <laughs> I go uh, to the link. <laughs> I find the window first. Nothing's opening. Okay. <laughs> Why is this computer so slow? Uh, update. Uh, Adobe. I think I, I think my hard drive needs more memory. I need to get more memory on my hard drive. Should I delete some files? <laughs> this, my mom says it to me all the time. Of course she does. That's what you say. It's like it's like quitting apps. You know what I mean? Quitting apps on the <laughs> Why phone. Why is this so slow? Am I is Word running? I, I you know I sometimes think, <laughs> as with all of your co-hosts, that that people are exaggerating. Like when Marco talks about the please stop talking about quitting apps, but I can't tell you how many people I encounter, and that's their cocktail party talk. This is their power tip. It's like well, you know, if you run into things, you just go down. <laughs> okay. I learned yes. I learned something today at the Mac store. At the Mac store, I learned something. Yeah, I learned I you got to quit your apps. Well, Goes you and makes your, your phone faster. You got to get more memory on your uh, <laughs> iPhone drive. 
You'll, you'll I put a new hard drive in. I still, I still get this memory. You're not getting enough chicker bites on your bus driver. That's your problem. <laughs> your problem is you need more chicker bites. Oh man, good week. Yeah, yeah, I guess is good. Sure. Hmm. Why not? You should, you should listen to our show more. Oh boy, I have so much follow up. I gotta get straight into it. You ready? Yes, go. No, I'm sorry. I, I okay. So I didn't plan anything, but I, I got some follow up. I'm gonna burn through fast. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's your show. Do whatever you want. It is my I show. Don't care. Except that it's your show. <laughs> whatever you want to do, I don't care. You got anything for this week? Did you get an email or anything? We got anything in the pocket? Uh, I did. I did uh, pick out a few emails. Hotbox. Uh, I wanted okay. to. I wanted to kind of. Do you want to do that first? No, I want to do my fu first. All right. It'll be really fast because it's mostly self-involved. It's all self-involved. <laughs> okay. Seven, eight, nine, ten. What is this dance class? Hmm? You show me. You show me a ten-step dance. What is that? Ten-step dance. Is that like a line dance? Is that like a boot? Is that like a, I didn't like show a you that. You ever do the boot scoot? <laughs> boot. The boot scoot. Round, take my heart. Make it break it hard. You know, uh, his his daughter, his daughter is that girl on TV. His who? Hmm? Oh, you mean you're talking about Miley Cyrus? I'm talking about Billy Ray Cyrus. But yeah, his daughter is Miley Cyrus. Did you know that? As as much as it pains me to admit it, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. They got the same last name. That's very unconventional these days. A lot of people come up with a single. She could have just been Miley or Miley. It's pronounced Mi- Miley. Miley. Beyonce, the uh, intransitive version <laughs> to be Beyonced. <laughs> Because uh, Beyonce Tarse was already taken. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, first of all, this week, uh, yesterday, well, you know what? What is today? Monday? Which one are you? Today, the Mac Power Users Workflow episode, uh, Merlin Man Workflows number three came out. It's, uh, it's a thing I do, not a thing I do, a thing they do every year where they, Katie in particular, really just barely puts up with it. You can hear it. <laughs> She's exa- is exasperated by it. Well, yeah, yeah, and she's polite enough on the show, but then at the end, the part I didn't get to hear, she's like, well, it's always interesting to have Merlin back, and people seem to, you know, have computers, so uh, that's a good <laughs> thing that we do that, not too much more than once a year. Yeah. Um, well, she's lucky. She can do, like, she can do, a, you know, prepare for a, for a brief or something while she's... A brief? Brief. Put that in your case. <laughs> you bring your briefs? <laughs> Boxers <laughs> or briefs? Right, right, just a question, barrister. Now, what's the, was it, you got barristers and you got constables and, uh, I don't understand England, Tan. Uh, so anyway, this is the third annual, uh, I mentioned this because, you know, people always want their tips and tricks and I, I tend to kind of steer away from that these days for religious reasons. Can't get into it. But, um, if you like that, uh, this is in show notes or you can just go to five by five TV slash what MPU. Could you be there? Could counselor? You be? Is that you counselor? Could you be there? You should do that with To Kill a Mockingbird. That'd be fun. If you just started dropping Boo Radley. Boo, Boo Radley. <laughs> Let's start over. Oh, is this man. the show? Is this why people listen? This is why people tune in. They want it longer and shorter. That's the problem. <laughs> they want it longer and shorter. They want as much of this as possible, but they want us to get to the point faster. Well, I think the consistent note that we get from people is that it's way too long and we talk too much about productivity stuff and it's way too short and we don't talk enough about productivity stuff. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> one star. Fair. Fair is a rate of sixteenth of a star. Oh, pardon the sir. Sir. It just gets it gets weirder and less human each time. <laughs> RMR. Um, RMR. That'd be a pretty name for a girl. Did you ever hear that story? One time Jeff Veen uh, walked by and heard somebody on the phone. This is apparently a true story. Jeff Veen's walking by. He hears somebody on the phone saying, okay, type RM and now a space. <laughs> 
and a dash. No. And, and an R. He did not. Apparently, there might have been a star in there somewhere. I don't want to work blue. But apparently, Jeff heard somebody <laughs> telling someone to erase their drive. over. The, which is how funny is that? Because oh, that's man. easy enough to type. I got a no clobber. You got a no clobber? I got a no clobber in mine. You ever do that in your profile? Mm-hmm. No clobber? Bash I. I just did a new bash. You know what? We don't have time for this. <sighs> if, like Katie, you can tolerate me for two hours, and God bless you if you can, uh, it's really good. Now, what do I get into? We talk about, and it's always I take over, right? I, I, Katie can't get a word in edgewise. It's hard, it's hard for even her, her to sound exasperated. I don't even give her that chance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I, Okay, let's. Right, if you just isolated her track, it would just be like 300 false starts. It would sound like every woman I've ever met. <laughs> My friend Richard used to say that he wished all his ex-girlfriends would join the space program. It's a shame that we don't fund NASA anymore. That's space station. Yeah, they sell the NASA shirts at Target now. Is that right? Is that the only way they're making dough now? I think so. They're, they've gone to Target and you can buy the NASA uh, that's shirt. A, that's a, got, a gosh darn, a gosh cussing uh, pity. That is, Dan. Hmm. Huh. So anyway, uh, that's it's pretty good. So what do I talk about? I whined a lot about iCloud. I, I like to have a nice mix of tips and whining. Um, actually, something I'd like to talk about a little bit during the meat of the show is meat. how I... Yeah, I want to I clarify something about... Uh, not clarify in a like, way, but in like, I want to be clearer about how I use context and OmniFocus because it actually is great. And I think I didn't explain some of the most important parts adequately. So briefly in, in meta follow-up, I want to talk about that. But um, how I use location-aware context and OmniFocus, what I'm using for a text editor, how I use if this, then that. Um, what else? Other stuff. It's good. You know, you love it or you hate it. You know, like everything. It's, uh, you know, to me, you can either be binary or not. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, that's one. Uh, another one, and this is self-involved. How have you seen the coloring book? Yeah, of course I saw the coloring when, book. When people go to the trouble of making a thing, <laughs> it, you got to point to it. So in show notes, you, I think it's actually color Merlin. So it's C O L O R M E R L dot I N, and somebody uh, has made a hilarious uh, series of coloring book pages with my face on it, but in the style of your voice. Look at me, I'm Merlin Man, right. and I think I'm Wolverine. It's really, <laughs> really funny. Um, now, one, I'm not sure. Did I ever send you two? That's uh, so item three now. Uh, ha- have I ever shown you me and you? Have you seen this site yet? Yes, I have seen that. You have seen this site. Okay. Did I, did I, send you my, did I ever send you my favorite one? Um, See the one Tuck and Roll? I, I, I submitted. <laughs> I submitted Tuck and Roll. Okay. You know, when Tuck and Roll, when uh, the David Foley character in Bug's Life is talking really fast, and Tuck and Roll look at each other and go, hmm? <laughs> that's just me and you. So anyway, okay. based on back to work and the stuff we do with you sending me the inscrutable emails, there is a site on the Tumblr now. It's a very, very difficult URL. Uh, but it's me and you, and it's all pictures of, of two things in the style of, uh, of Dan and Merlin. And it's delightful. And it's, to my knowledge, I don't think I've gotten uh, DM'd back on this, but uh, let me see. No, I think, I think it's uh, TJ Luomo and my friend uh, B. Frank Bridget, uh, who hates it when I say that she sews because she doesn't sew. But she's, uh, they're great. And so you should go to me and you. That's in show notes. Dan, where do people find show notes for this episode? 5by5.tv uh, is a uh-huh. main, that's what we call the domain. TLD. Slash B TLDR. as in boy, two as in the number, W as in women, slash mm-hmm. 73. The year, like the year black- in which Merlin was not born. Mm. Yeah, I remember that's the year I started going to R-rated movies. <laughs> Could you do like black two, black two, I guess black two white would be bad. Is that, is that racist? You know what? I think it's a little bit of ping pong. I think they call that uh, racial reassignment. It's ping pong. Fun. Is that a reference to a certain are you, race? Are you, are you even kidding me? I don't know. I thought you, every week you tell me you listen to Roddick Around the Line and every week I get angry. I'm weeks off. and weeks behind. I do listen. You're I'm just, just not caught up to date. I guess. Shut it. Just shut that. 
I'm way early. Cussing with me? Or should I skip that and should I just listen to the ones? Because I was going chronologically. Should I just yeah. listen to the ones that you say are your favorites? Oh, yeah. We should link to that. I did a thing. People have been asking where to start. The thing is, John helps a lot of people every almost every week. And so, yeah, we'll link to that. My, my five or six favorite episodes. But, boy, let's make it all about me. Um, In other words, keep the format the way it's been every episode. I'm sorry. Skype went out for a few seconds there. I assume <laughs> that was a compliment. You know Take, what? take not- it however you want. It's you your show. You, talk- you know how you can... Mm, you know how you can tell tuck and roll apart do you know do you even know oh the two guys no i, I didn't know that they weren't the same thing that's that's the thing tuck and roll one of them's got one eyebrow and one of them's got two <laughs> which just is like, which just like a, just like a romanian couple i don't know i've <laughs> been to romania uh, john roderick's been to romania you'd know that if you listen to roderick on the line mm, what the cuss that, that's working great by the way in the house changing every curse word to cuss is working out great have you even seen the fantastic mr fox well, I've seen parts of it. Oh, God damn. You need to firewall some time to get your life together. Okay, so I just put this on the tutor. So, so, so tell people, tell, so get, start the whisper campaign. Tell them, tell them this is the big, that's not a big announcement, but you know, you got to, you know, inflate things. Tell people, what, what are you going to tell them? What are you talking tell, about now? But the shirts. Oh, the, the t shirts. We're going to be doing <laughs> some t shirts. Are you, you still do this show? Which show? This one? Oh, God. I could be part of it if you'd We're allow that. We're t-shirts for our show. We want you to buy them when they're ready. How was that? Was that pretty subtle? I, I, I didn't hear Skype went out, so whatever. God, you could, you could screw up a wet dream. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to... I had a nightmare last night. Really? Yeah. Was, was it about ruining my announcement of the t-shirts? No, it was just you and me doing the show. Corny Weaver? Really? <laughs> I can never remember my nightmares. So we're doing a every show. Week I come back. We're doing a show. I just, and a shirt. Same thing. It's the same thing. We're doing a show and a shirt. We're doing a show about a shirt. And it's a, it's a Merlin shirt. It's a Merlin-centric it's a, it's, shirt. It's, it's, I, see, I voted for a, back to, a more back-to-works general shirt where you would get more stuff on it. But No, I think, but, this is, I think the people who tune into this would like this shirt better. Mm-hmm, both of them. <laughs> yes, all, all two people besides okay. us. Are you going to tell them what's on the shirt? Are you going to keep, uh, keep tickling them with that? I, I will say this. We need to finalize the artwork. I have that in my notes from our call yesterday. We need to finalize the artwork. That's item yeah. number zero. Yeah. So, but I think you like it. And it, it, there, there, is a, there is a caricature of Merlin. Are you using the, new, the, the, the young version or the old version? Well, they're the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the deep, deep creases in my face. You got to be careful when you get this shirt. You're going to want a napkin or the crumbs will be lost in my crow's feet. <laughs> <laughs> to hit them out with my cane, <laughs> and C- you do have a cleft. You do have a cleft chin in real life, right? You got a you got a cleft chin. That's your problem. Yeah, I do. I got a small cleft. <laughs> That's it. it depends. I usually use concealer. <laughs> it's, I know. think you're thinking a deviated septum. No, no, no. I think you're thinking of nosebleeds. That's what you. That's what you get when you go too high up. <laughs> so we have uh, we have that of you, and then we have a phrase that is associated with you. There's a shirt that's got my big face on it, and there's a phrase that has that goes come with to be it. associated with, with the show. A sh- the, the, the Wentz phrase, which ergo ex libris comes from you. That was your phrase. You invented that phrase in... Uh, what was it, five? Pipe, pipe, pipeline E7. Oh, pi- I said that all the way back in the pipeline? Wow. I thought that was in this... I, 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 I thought that was in one of this, uh, these episodes. I, I, people are going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Wrong. That Merlin's was back got, that's then. That's back when I had a quarter of the followers I had. A lot of people are going to say, Merlin's like, ah, it's fine for Merlin. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> he gave it away. And it says that's fine for Merlin. Now yeah. we need to finalize that. We need to check the serifs and make sure the crow's feet are deep enough. You know, as you do. <laughs> the deepening of the crow's feet. <laughs> I love that. That's Poe, right? So you'll deepening be able to buy one of these shirts along yes. with it. And, you know, I'll, I'll do a companion five by five shirt since people keep asking about those. Will, will that be a woman that barely puts up with me or how does that work? <laughs> that's, that's more like a life partner. <laughs> is that your your special life partner <laughs> no just a bunch of life partner life partner friend so you're gonna sell it on the internet you can get this shirt we're, we're giving you a little tickle and a whisper now because yeah, it's not available want... yet but there's a lot of people who are way behind on listening to these shows so if you if you're a week behind you'll hear this and you'll say oh crap the shirts where are they and, and you'll still be there in time because we'll only do a limited run maybe maybe two weeks mm-hmm well, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. Next time, we'll probably do Erotic on the Line this week. We'll mention it there so you'll get to hear about it in 18 weeks when you pretend to listen to the episode. All right. That way you'll get a little, I like, call it a tickler. But no, I think it'll be fun. And, and it's, you know, I just want to say... <laughs> Is that I, what I, it's I, called? They call it a tickler. That's okay. right. You can get it at a gas station. <laughs> what kind of gas station do you go to? Wow. Well, any place that has lotion. <laughs> they should have lotion. Uh, they should have cassette tapes. Uh, smart water, which I'm not still not entirely sure makes you smarter. Um, and I guess, you know, they should have the ethanol because people love corn. Yeah, 10%. In Mexico. Um, so, you know, uh, we're going to have a shirt. Boy, How come really, it's ethanol and not ethernet? It's ethanol. What is the deal? Who's coming up with this stuff? <laughs> Airplane food. What? So that'll be fun. I think we're just about done with fall. Now, here's the thing. The store link for this is not up yet because that would be inappropriate. Because there's not really a thing yet. But we wanted to let you know to be, to be watching for this if you want to get it. And if you don't want to get it, then, you know, Screw I'm not you. sure how we change that. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> That's fine for you. Right. But as I understand the sequence of events, because, um, you know, we want people to buy this. It's this, you know, thing we do. And it's, it's a pretty cool shirt. My daughter wants one in 6T. She specifically asked for one in 6T because she's a giant. Oh, kid. yeah. I mean, do you think we have enough parent, parent listeners, people who would want to get this? No. No, I told her I'd make her whatever she wanted. I said, oh, you know, if you really like the shirt with daddy's face on it, personally, I think it'd be a little weird, but you can have it. <laughs> I said, you know, we can go to these places and get whatever. You just tell me. We make it on the computer and we upload it. So would you like a picture of a sh- uh, you know, daddy on a shirt? She said, no, Hawkeye. She'd rather have the Avengers. So oh. I said, you know, we get to the store and, and your mom can get that for you, I guess. Um, and so what will happen is uh, there are a couple things here. Uh, the store link will go up when it's ready, but I ask you about this. People can sign up for the five by five newsletter and get a little tickle um, when it's time to. Yeah, because uh, I can I can use I can give a, a password for the store and let them order maybe before it opens or I don't know. Yeah, Who knows? I, mean, I, don't know right Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Let's you see. said it. Crazy. You okay, said it. It's your show. You're the one who said it. You point and cuss at me. I think what we should do is just tell people you, you can go to, um, like I think I got this right, 555.tv slash newsletter. And you don't, you, don't, you don't bug people a lot with that newsletter, right? No, we're going to do, do it a little more frequently, but no, it's not a big thing. So it's your intention to bug people? Week, daily. You got that, you got the blog, and then if you listen to this program, you'll hear it. We're not going to talk about it all the time, but it's a big deal because we've been working on it for a while. You know, it's, it's, when you make shirts in this uh, artisanal way, we call it small, small cask shirting, you know, you kind of got to plan ahead. Nice. Well, lost wax shirt process. Are you talking about that movie uh, with the kid from uh, Happy Days? Are you talking about uh, Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> Lost. Is that the comic you read? You read uh, Miyagi Moguro? What's the name of that comic you it's, read? It's um, Miyagi Yojimbo, isn't what you're thinking. Oh, of. that's right. Uh, don't talk for much. That's right. It's, uh, Sepakura. Sepakura. I think I literally need to start the entire day over. Um, right. So that's great. And so the newsletter, and uh, thank you for that. So, okay. You ready to button it up? Yeah, let's do it.
Okay. We would like to thank a sponsor this week, Igloo Software. This is your digital workplace. This means you can give updates, have discussions, and share files with your team all in one place. Igloo Software makes it so that you don't have to have meetings for every single thing. When you post a document, you can start a discussion. The people who want to contribute can. It gives you the kind of visibility into what's happening through your whole office. There's this really cool activity stream. Uh, it helps you understand what project management is doing. It helps you understand what ma- marketing is doing and development. And it allows all of these separate teams to work together. You can even create different spaces for each one of these different departments, including their own calendars, forums, blogs, document repositories. There's even a Twitter-like status update. You can make these things private. You can expand them to the whole team. You can make them public, whatever you want to do. And it's fully customizable, HTML, CSS, and they've even got an open API and JavaScript extensions. I mean, they've really done everything that you might possibly want to do. And of course, it's all web-based, so it works on your Mac, PC, iPad, iPhone, work from anywhere you want. There's a special URL that you can go to just for this show, just to support this show. It's igloosoftware.com slash Gene Gray. igloosoftware.com slash Gene Gray. That'll get you there. Uh, there's a new price. Uh, it, it, this is such a great collaboration platform, but you know what? These kinds of things typically are out of reach. This doesn't have to be out of reach. Uh, you can get 25 users for only 99 bucks a month, full featured. And when you hit it big and you need tons, tons more users, no big deal. They have prices at scale with that. So again, check these guys out, igloosoftware.com slash Gene Gray, and you'll see a special Back to Work page awaiting you there. Thanks very much to Igloo for making this show possible. Should I quickly mention this OmniFocus thing? Because I want to make sure people understand what I'm talking about and why I think it's so cool. Is that going to take a minute to do that? What OmniFocus thing? Okay, so I mentioned this at length on that Mac Power Users uh, podcast. I haven't listened listened to that yet. It just came out today. It literally came out. Don't worry, Dan. Don't worry. Did you get off the coffee or or back on the coffee? Off. How did you know that? How did you know that? Different Dan. Different Dan. You don't don't fit on the shelf anymore. It's a different Dan. Bring back old Dan. I like this Dan. This is, they're all good Dans. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Um, OmniFocus, and like many apps, has, has this great like location ability. Sometimes the location ability on iOS, I don't understand. You open up an app and you know it, it wants you to know your location. And it's on photo apps, I get that because I think for Flickr there has to be some handshaky thing, technical term. What are you but talking like, about you know, right now? <laughs> keep listening. Okay. You should go, why don't you go get a coffee while I do All the right, show for I'll be right back. No, don't do that. So here's the thing. In OmniFocus, there's this really neat thing that I'm kind of surprised more things don't. I think Dan is literally gone. Um, so what you can do is, if you know what contexts are in OmniFocus, <clears throat> you can go in and you can associate locations with contexts. So an example of a context could be something like writing. Uh, something you write could be using a phone. But a lot of times, contexts will be stuff that are location-based. And so what's, what I didn't explain, what, what I did explain in detail was how I use context and nested context to do different stuff. But just to clarify here, uh, first of all, you don't need a location for every context. That will drive you out of your mind. Uh, personally, I would not have a context for your house that is just always blinking at you. Uh, I have a separate context called go to house that has my address associated with it. And I only use that for stuff where I, I like have to do this at the house. It's kind of hard to explain, but the stuff I can't explain. For example, there are Two general kinds, well, 
there's yeah two kinds of locations in in OmniFocus. Um, almost all of the different types of associations you can do for place involve a lat long location that can be expressed as an address. It can be expressed as dropping a pin on a map, right? So if you if you say you go in and you select something like uh, how, your house, you can click on and say, okay, I want to have a location associated with this. You can click on current location, <clears throat> and it'll use your little GPS dealy bob to say, okay, you're at this latitude and longitude, you know, and you're good to go. And you can say, make that my thing. What's cool is you can also say associate with a contact. So you can go look up yourself and select your home address. Super easy to do. And now that's another lat long. Um, you can say exact location, like where am I right now? I think I mentioned that one. <clears throat> you can have one, a context called always available, a location called always available. I would really avoid that because that kind of defeats the purpose or the default of none. Now the one that's a little confusing, but still very powerful, there's a, con- there's a context button you can hit called address or search. This is super, super cool. So if you go into address or search to associate that with a context, you could enter in, for example, <clears throat> excuse me, I just did this a couple weeks ago. I entered the word comics and it thinks for a minute and it does basically a keyword search, I think on Google and comes back with, okay, <clears throat> here's a bunch of stuff near you that has comics in the name. Okay, it's a comic shop. Or maybe it's, you know, it's also like a comic type of store. You can do this for convenience stores. You can do this for grocery stores. So it's cool, first of all, that you can have a search-based location. So anytime I'm near a comic shop, that can show up on my map. Because basically it's polling and going out and saying, show me the closest one of these. But then the, the sexy thing also is you can say, oh, I really meant this comic shop. And that'll show up in the results too. In which case, when you click that, now that becomes your location for that context. They're both powerful. Now, the specific location ones are great because when you are at your house, there are certain things you can only do at your house. But, and this, is, this gets into what we talked about on the show, you can go shopping for groceries almost anywhere. Anywhere there's a grocery store, right? So you can have a search-based location called groceries or grocery, right? You can experiment with this to see what works best. But <clears throat> if you say, uh, whenever I'm near a grocery store, put that on my little location thing. So that's really powerful. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm all clogged up. I had a lot of cream in my coffee, if you know what I mean. Are you back, Dan? Yeah, I was gone. And I came back. I thought it would be funny because I'd be gone and you'd come back and you'd be yeah. like, but talking about something else, but you're still talking about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so the one, the one trick I'll mention that I mentioned on, on the other show that I think is really powerful, it sounds fiddly, but it's pretty great, is, for example, drugstore. So I'll, do a, I'll, have, a, uh, I'll have a context called drugstore because there's stuff you want to get at a drugstore. In the, the example I used on the show, if you want to buy garbage bags, I could put that in the drugstore context. So what all that's going to do is associate that with a context that does a keyword search for wherever you are for the for words drugstore. So it does, drug doesn't even have to be in the name. It's the same way that you could do a like an old school Yahoo search or Yahoo, you know, browse to go find a specific kind of thing. So whenever I'm near a drugstore, it'll pop up. For the OmniFocus users who, who aren't using this, please try this. So that's pretty cool, right? Now I've got drugstores. But the thing is, anything I can buy in, and this is a rehash, but it's a good rehash. Anything I can buy in a drugstore, I can also buy in a grocery store. So I make drugstore a subcontext of grocery store. So anytime I'm in a grocery store, I can also see all the stuff to get in a drugstore. And this works out great. This works out especially great when you travel. So these search, these uh, keyword-based searches, which are very, which are different from lo- specific on the map location searches, are very powerful. I get off the plane in another town, my stake context shows me where the closest stake is. The ATM context shows me where the closest ATM is. Because it's not searching for this ATM by my house, it's searching for any ATM. I, I beat this to death because I think a lot of people, A, don't know this, and B, may not understand how powerful this is. 
Yes, I have one called Bank of America, which is my particular B of A down the street. Don't be creepy. But I don't, there's very few things I need to just do there. If I need to pick up one of my mini prescriptions, I need to go to my Walgreens. So that is its own context as well. And so how is this not fiddly? If you don't have anything under any of these contexts or projects or what have you, it doesn't show up. But you, you go somewhere, you're, you, in my case, I walk out of my office and the first thing I do is hit OmniFocus, hit the map view, and I see a list sorted by location to what I can do right now. Like right close to me, oh my gosh, I forgot I wanted to buy a hot dog. Well, there's the hot dog place right near where I work. Don't be creepy. But I can also see, then it'll show me everything I could do. I could go down to this hardware store. Oh my gosh, I forgot that I needed to pick this thing up at the library. I got a book that's ready. So anyway, the main thing I want to clarify is that, well, obviously zero, that this is really powerful, but also that there is a difference between a keyword-based search and a specific location-based search. You use them for different things. Um, You don't need to have millions of these, but you would be surprised how powerful they are once you start putting them in place. So that's that. OmniFocus. I'm a fan. Over? Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. How far? Oh, how far? Well, no, wait. I see. I don't even know when we started. I love this. This uh, you sent me a video that gave me the best kind of sense of what your office is like that you've ever had. Because up until now, Mm -hmm. it's always I don't know. It's very different. But this one, I I really feel like I'm in there right now. Oh, the one with my daughter uh, talking. Yeah, but especially when because this gives a whole panoramic shot. You see the little soy sauce bottle. You see the whole thing, and Mm. it's. I really feel like I'm there. I feel like I can, like I can visualize what, what it's like to be in there. Was a soy sauce bottle on my desk? On the on the floor. Oh wait, let me check. Oh, <laughs> by the whiteboard. It's yeah, right there. by the whiteboard. Yeah, that one's almost empty. I got to get another one of those. I should put that on my uh, my groceries context. A lot of gluten yeah. in that. A lot of gluten in the soy. <laughs> no, I brought the Dyson here. I brought the Dyson. I brought the Woolite spray. I'm going to really top to bottom. I'm gonna this place. The fire inspection was it. months ago. It's horrible. You know what? The, the way you live, Dan, you know why you, you have so much overhead in your life, Dan? Do you know how much you could take those vacations you're always whining about if you weren't cleaning all the time? The things that's you own, problem. own you. Mm. That's John Tyler? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that's essentially the mandrel thing. My daughter uh, doing the mandrel thing. Have you ever... Now, now once you saw how to do the mandrel, did you... Um, have you ever seen that on Revengers? Have you ever seen Mandrill do that little dance? Is that just me? Is that is that a hallucination in my house that I Mandrill have, does that? I have not seen the Avengers. I have not seen Mandrill. Maybe people are you in the are you in the jackal room? Uh no. Okay. Well, maybe people can tell us whether that's a regular thing that, that Mandrill does. I can look I can look in on it and I'll I'll look in no, on it. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. It makes you sad. Um that's mostly what I've got. Did, I, I, I'm sorry. I ask you this all the time. Are you you're an omni focus guy, right? Or sometimes? I like all of the stuff Omni does. I don't. I don't use OmniFocus as oh, much okay. as I That's should. Okay. No, but no, no, is that no. what the it's... screenshot was from the, on your Kung Fu gripes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Kung Fu gripe because it's. Uh, I, I wanted to tickle people, which is our word of the day. Um, <laughs> Letterman has a T, um, because I wanted to just show people that uh, you know that looks really bananas. But let, you know, if you listen to that episode, which is really long, and Katie sounds kind of frustrated with me, um, it's. Um, one of the things I love about OmniFocus and the way that it was designed is that it has this ability to have lots of different little buckets, but what makes those buckets powerful is you don't have to look at them all the time. And, you know, to me, if you think about like the, um, well, let's take the phrase 43 folders, um, which I first learned about in Getting Things Done, which is copyright David Code 2001. 
And the whole notion of 43 floors, which is really tedious to explain, is that if there's something, it's a, think about an alarm clock. Like the worst thing in the world would be to know you have a fight tomorrow morning and you should worry about that instead of sleeping. That's the worst thing in the world. So what do you do? You set an alarm and it makes a beepy noise. And then if you're into it, you go ahead and get up and take your flight. That's a very simple example of that. Another simple example um, might be something like writing something on the calendar. Well, if I write on the calendar that I have to do something on a future date, I don't have to think about that. There's two things that are great. Number one, I don't have to think about it. And number two, I can relax not thinking about it because if I look at the calendar often enough, it will tell me. Why am I talking to people like they're two? Because it's astounding how many people get that at a molecular level, but don't actually do anything about it. So they don't write things down when it occurs to them. They don't make, I mean, in the last week, this has happened three different times. You guys that I've done this with, if somebody says, let's meet, I immediately, I really truly do immediately pull out my phone and try to find find a date we can meet right then. Like, Like yesterday, like we had the most informal thing in the world. Let's have a phone call. And so I said, well, how about this time? Right. And then we ended up having pretty close to that. But like, if you don't do that, that's going to, this is the basis of GTD in a lot of ways is why have that stuff on your mind? And just one more example from, from the Mac power users podcast. This is a huge one for me. Like, why would I have a home Depot context? That's so silly. Like, obviously I have very, very soft hands. There's no lady that has, you can't moisturize (laughs) enough to get your hands as soft as mine. As long as I keep them clean, let's be honest. But Home Depot, like I, I probably, let's say I need to go there and buy an orange five-gallon bucket, the ubiquitous orange five-gallon bucket. So what do I do? I put that under my house projects or house shopping list under a context of Home Depot. Why would you do that? Why don't you just have a giant list? Well, because when I get to Home Depot and it pops up at the top of the list and says orange five-gallon bucket, I, I might also see, uh, like David says, like uh, nuts and bolts. Because I put that on the list like six months ago. Like six months ago. Like I don't need this right now. Someday when I go to Home Depot, I want to not forget to buy nuts and bolts. Because it makes me feel like a crazy person when I've gone all the way to Home Depot to buy one thing and I forget about this thing that I knew I should have gotten a long time ago. So if you understand putting things on a calendar or you you understand writing things down, you understand like always putting your forks in the same drawer... Well, then why wouldn't you understand that? It's completely set it and forget it, you know? And uh, the final thing, hopefully, to reiterate about this program, this workflow thing, you know, I could give a fig about workflows as a thing. Like, who cares? I mean, I'm I'm so over that. But if you want to have the ability to do cool stuff, to do your own stuff, you're going to have to get everybody else's stuff off your mind. And you're also going to have to get your own ongoing echoey anxiety things out of your head. If it's bugging you that like you're running out of toilet paper, well then put that on a cussing list and then go buy it, right? But to me, that's, that's you know, that to me from a logistical standpoint, from a tactical standpoint, when people feel like they're not doing what they want to do, I think one reason that they procrastinate or one reason they, they don't give themselves permission to do cool stuff is they have so much stuff on their mind that they haven't put anywhere. And at this point, this is a straight up ad for GTD. Getting Things Done is a terrific book that you're probably sick of hearing of, but it helped me so much for, for all of my various maladies. It helped me think about how much simpler I could make it by no longer using my brain as a whiteboard or an alarm clock. It's really better for other things. And so, um, and to me, that's where this workflow stuff gets really good. I hope that episode's interesting to people. I, I, I hope you hear how much I complain about iCloud and, and enjoy it. But, <laughs> but to me, the whole point of the workflow stuff is, is to not have to think about your workflow anymore. Ooh, hippie meta stuff. 
Well, if you're thinking a lot about your workflow all the time, you're not working. Unless you really are a pro blogger and writing about your productivity workflow is your workflow, then you need to go do other stuff. And once you've get the, got those tools the way you want them, you can iterate them. But to me, that's what it's about. And to me, never again having to think about or worry about whether I need this thing from Home Depot is the best thing in the world. That could be Ikea, that could be Target, that could be my mom's house in Florida. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Oh, I must remember, DM guide, pick it up someday. That goes on the thing. So that's, that's what it is. And it, this, this is not peculiar to OmniFocus. For me, OmniFocus works. And again, you know, disclosure, I had an extremely small role in early, early days of OmniFocus. But this can work however you want. Now, if a list works for you, that's fine, as long as you remember to take the list out and look at it. To me, though, that, that becomes... Anytime you add more buckets to check, I think you also add a certain amount of anxiety because then you start spending time thinking about where stuff goes. I, 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 you know, at, at the risk of having all of these 30, 40 contexts or whatever, that, none of that harms me because I, I've got a place to put it. Um, I could probably afford to cut down my number of projects in OmniFocus because a lot of them are just... Oh, we had that show a long time ago, though, where you were defining what a project was. Now, how did you define that? It takes, re- requires more than how many steps? Two steps? Yeah, this is, this is cribbed very much from getting things done, but this, this sounds so, so subtle, but it had a huge impact on how I think about work. You know, in getting things done, paraphrasing David Allen, he says that a, a project is any desirable outcome that you can envision that requires more than one action step. So if it only takes one step to do something, it's either probably not part of a project or it's part of an ongoing project. So, for example, and I'm, I'm sorry to turn this into an ad for OmniFocus if I'm doing that, but in OmniFocus, you can have different kinds of projects. So there's a project that's got dependencies, right? You've got to do these in order. The, usually, I have my projects just be parallel, which means I could do any of these at any time. But there's also one called, I forget what it's called, but it's the little bucket box. And this is just a bunch of stuff. So a shopping list for me, um, if, the drugstore shopping list is all just like I can get any of these anytime at any store. There's no priority to any of them, right? Um, but the part that makes that I, I uh, the profound effect that GTD had for me was in thinking about first of all this modal view of your work. Yes, you can look in projects, and you know a project becomes something where you say a project could be um, like schedule a conference. Well, to schedule a conference, you don't just put that on the calendar and you're done. There's lots of steps to do that, and if you think that stuff all the way through, you can really articulate what conference means. And, and the, more, the more you think that through one time and then iterate as necessary, the more you can focus on completing that rather than constantly like rarifying that. And then you just make a bunch of physical actions that support that. The context view is just a way of saying, show me all the physical tasks I need to do without regard to project. And that's why, for example, I've got a house shopping list and an office shopping list. Because when I'm meandering around my office, I go, oh, I, I need to get more jasmine tea at Trader Joe's. Oh, I need to buy toilet paper. Oh, I need to <laughs> buy more soy sauce. Those go on the appropriate context list. And that means when I'm at a drugstore, I'll see everything for drugstore, regardless of the part of my life that has anything to do with. And this is great for work as well. Uh, this is a big rehash if you know getting things done, but it's, it's worth a little refresher course. You can, a context is a, is a tool, a set of tools or a kind of access, a kind of availability that has a certain scarcity to it, generally. You know, I, I can't talk to my wife unless she's there with me. I can't send an email unless I'm somewhere I can send an email. And I can't make a phone call, you know, if I'm in the middle of the um, sky flying around in a plane. I can only mow the lawn at the house. Well, before I mow the lawn at the house, I need to go buy gas at the gas station. That sounds silly, right? Well, 
if you go out and set aside time to mow your lawn and you don't have gas, you're going to be frustrated because you didn't think it through. And so you think it through once, you put it in the right place, you put it in the right order, and then you review it to make sure it's all still alive. And by cutting out that cruft, I, I don't remember what episode that was, Dan, but we talked about the day I went through and cut out like 70 projects or something. Yeah. Because stuff accumulates. If you're writing stuff down all the time, you get an accumulation. And, and this is, this is a, another big differentiator. Uh, a phrase David Allen uses that I really like. Uh, in the absence of a system like this, you tend to respond to what he calls latest and loudest. And uh, if, this is, <laughs> if it's not obvious, this goes straight to stuff we talk about all the time. If you're in an environment where you're expected to respond to latest and loudest, that's what's going to happen. Whoever yelled at you latest or yelled at you loudest gets the top spot in the stack until the next person comes along and yells at you. And so if your system for your work is like whatever thing you threw on top of another thing, well, that's great for that one thing for now. But that obscures everything else underneath it. So if, if again, if that kind of a stacking thing works for you, that's swell. But it would behoove you once a week or so to go through that entire pile, make sure there's nothing stuck at the bottom, and as importantly, throw out everything that you're never going to do anything about or that's done. Like, because again, what, what, that's square, that's square inches on your desk and it's cubic inches in your brain, like get it out of there. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, when you do the review process, the whole idea is to go through, look at the previous week, look at the next week, go through and look at every single project. This does not take as long as it sounds. You can do this in an hour, go through and delete everything that you're never going to do, um, complete everything that's completed. And, you know, in a really cool way, you also go through and say, oh, it didn't occur to me when I'm looking at my home shopping list, I forgot that I need to buy motor oil. So that, you know what I mean? Or for that matter, if you're going and you're looking at a shopping list, you say, oh, I forgot that I need to get the lawnmower fixed back at home. You give your brain permission to open up in this way, to unclench so that you figure out what you actually have to do. And then the, the wonderful back to work part of this that I really, really like, again, this is most of all of this is, is adapted from or straight out of getting things done, is that once you do that unclenching, um, and you force yourself sort of to, to, to look at all of the stuff you've got on your plate. It's so sobering because if you realize that you've been trying to put 35 pounds of crap into a two pound bag and wonder why you're sad, well, this is your opportunity. If you're being honest with yourself to say, well, this project's great, but there's no way I'm going to do this in the next couple of weeks. That's, and that's my bar. My bar is if it's in OmniFocus, something has to happen with it in the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, it belongs somewhere else. You can use start dates. You can use due dates. I wouldn't overuse due dates. Start dates are great for kicking something down the trail a little. But, um, you know, when people, when people get frustrated about the things we talk about, um, I think one, just one aspect or just one logistical aspect of that is that you don't keep, you not only don't keep the capacity to do cool new stuff, but you don't even know how much capacity you've got. All you know is that you've got everything to do and no time to do it. And once you once you accept that it doesn't have to be that way, that you can untangle that giant wad of hair and bubble gum, there are actually a lot of things that you can do, but you can only do one of them at a time. And all the time that you spent worrying about the 50 things you're not doing, you're not doing the one thing you could do. And that might be sharpening pencils. If a sharpening a pencil right now helps you to do a second, third, and fourth thing, then that's great. If thinking about that all day and being sad and stressed out about how busy you are, like if that's helping you, great, but I don't think it's helping most people. You know, the, the, the only way in is in. <laughs> the only way out is through. Um, but that's how dependencies work. I, I have this frustration when I go to bars, even though I don't drink. It drives me crazy. We were doing WWDC. We went to this bar. Um, Which one? Doesn't matter. The guy's a tool. The guy who owns it. Yeah, so seriously. I, I, no, this guy's a total tool. I know. Um, he pushed out Shlomo. Don't ask. Um, 
Josh. Um, but we, um, we went there and the whole crew went there and it took us like five minutes. They had two doormen and one bartender. And so my, my frustration in a place like that is that like, I can't order a seventh drink until you serve me my first drink. Like you're losing money. Like, you know what? Pay the 201 an hour or whatever to get an extra bartender. But that's a dependency. If you don't have a way to handle those, those stacks or that, is that the term you'd use? Like, like in computing, you've got a stack, right? Yeah, I thought stacks. you meant stacks like the guy in Goodfellas for a second. Oh, you talk. Everybody likes stacks. Everybody likes stacks. Mm-hmm. Take the cannoli. <sighs> this is rambling. See, this is the kind of thing people hate, right, Dan? No, this is what they tune in for, I think. This is what they tune in for? Hmm. Yeah, sure. Can I tell you about something I like? I would love to hear that. I want to tell you about something I really, really like, and I'm super duper, ooper, stupor <laughs> excited about. Our friends at Smile. Um, how many times have you heard us talk about Text Expander? The answer is many. Many times. Legion. Uh, Smile, uh, this text expander is the best. You, you type, a, type a couple little letters and that explodes into a big, um, a big bunch of text. That could be real simple stuff. Like if I type L-L-O-R-E-M, it puts in 600 characters of lorem ipsum text. I use that all the time. That's really great. I do stuff like my email address, my phone number, all these things. Something they've had for a while, uh, even before Text Expander 3, is this ability to fill in forms. I don't know if you saw this, Dan, on the Twitter. Did you see my, did you see my new back-to-work-related uh, Twitter or uh, Text Expander fill-in? I did. Yeah, where I can pop up I think you're thinking of. It's making everything faster. Everything, everything's faster now. Well, check this out. Text Expander 4 is now out. And uh, <laughs> it's got a new thing in it that's kind of mind-boggling. <laughs> um, uh, you can go to uh, smilesoftware.com slash B2W to check this out. But um, they now, they've always had these form fill-ins. So what's a form fill-in? You have these little variables. And when you type a couple letters, something pops up. And a la a form on a web page, you fill it in. So you can say, dear, name a person. Thank you for writing about thing. And the thing they've had for a while is <laughs> you can enter in ad hoc text into each of those fields, which is great. But you got to check this out on Text Expander 4. It's so sexy. You have multiple field types now. So in this, again, like, like on a website, you know how you could have you know, what you call a text field. They've always had that. Well, imagine a text area. Like you can have a big old long bunch of text you can type into now. If you want to type in a paragraph, you can do that. But here's the ones that really blow my mind. The new one is pull-down menus. So for example, let's say you wanted to have a standard email response that you, let's say you constantly are answering the same kinds of email over and over, the same kinds of help requests, the same kinds of things. If you find yourself having to type anything over and over again, well, obviously you make a snippet for that. But now you don't have to have 50 different snippets for all that stuff. You could say, dear, name a person. Thank you for writing about. And now you get a pull down menu. Your recent order. Uh, your problem with my butt. How I'm old. <laughs> that you think I'm silly. And all you got to do is hit that. You can tab through these if you got the thing turned on. And you just tab through it and it selects it and, and it drops it right down. It's a giant. You can even have optional fields now. You can have fields where, you know, you have a tick, you have a box you tick off to add optional things to it. You know, if somebody came in and said something nice about the show, we might want to say, okay, and by the way, could you please go rate it? All you have to do now, instead of typing that again, you, all you do is hit that tick box and it, all that optional text gets drops in, dropped in for you. So much great stuff. You can now do these inside of uh, save boxes. So when you're, I, I think that's something you couldn't do before, according to DSparks. But now you can use Text Expander while you're saving something on your Mac. I mean, at least for as long as you're allowed to save things on your Mac. I think that's going to be deprecated in Mountain Lion. Um, pretty soon they'll, they'll just be, you know what? Um, but check it out. And, and, and <laughs> the different now, now, different show, right? Now, uh, do we talk about the Anbay Oxingsay? Are we allowed to talk about that? I don't. I yes, I think you can. I think I just said the wrong pig Latin. So the thing is, uh, boy, this is where things are headed. Um, if you want to get this, you can still get three on 
Text Expander 3 on the Mac uh, App Store. If you want to get Text Expander 4 and you're going to want to get it, you, you go to their site. You go to smilesoftware.com slash B2W. Now, here's the thing. They're not going to give you the Scroogey on this. If you've already owned um, version 3 of this, you still get a discount on the upgrade. I don't know what kind of Disney magic Greg is doing to make this work. But if you go to the site and you download Text Expander 4 and you already own Text Expander 3, Text Expander 4, the Disney magic uh, copyright... <laughs> Disney, um, knows that you've got TE3 that has the right creds and lets you upgrade for 15 bucks, which is a song. You, you're getting this? You go to the site, you download four, you check it out, and when you're ready to upgrade, it's 15 bucks American. Is that not a great deal? It's a very good deal. I don't know anybody else that's doing that. Is anyone else doing that? I don't know if you can do that. I think you're going to see a lot more of that now, I have to say. Well, I think you're going to have to. I'm not angry. No. God, what a shame. You don't read Manton Reese, right? You don't. You don't read him. No, him. he. Dead I don't get into it. Well, no, that's no. That's you're strong, and I, no. We'll, we'll all be dead to somebody eventually, right? Well, everybody dies. Yeah, that's part of the eight-piece box. Um, <laughs> but you go in and get that now. Now, now here's the other thing with this. Uh, so yes, you should go to smallsoftware.com/slash/btw. But also in show notes for this episode, you will see a link to uh, the video DSparks did about these new features. You, <laughs> if your mind's not blown by that, I, I can't help you. It, but basically, DSparks goes in and shows you, David Sparks from Max Sparky, shows you how to go in and utilize some of these features. And if you're somebody, like I say, especially email is a real no-brainer to me, form letters, but it could be for all kinds of different things. I guess you probably wouldn't use it for lots of like super sexy coding stuff. I use it for stuff like YouTube embeds. If I want to use an HTML5 thing, I've got a shake and bake thing that I would never want to have to type. It's like 25 lines of code. All I have to do is copy out the unique part of the URL from YouTube and it drops it into all the right places and then lets me select what the name is and what the title is and so forth. Stuff like that. Um, you know, if you like all that life hack stuff, this is, this is what you should be looking at. This is about removing friction and it's an app that I, I just can't imagine doing without. Uh, it's just the best. So, um, Texas Commander 4, smallsoftware.com slash B2W. Now, Dan, I think they're using the icon of me where I look old. Oh, are they? Oh, God. Does my chin really look like that? My uh, jowls? Do my jowls actually have that, that, that kind of... I look like, uh, I look like um, Monument Valley or something. Is that what it's called? I look like, I look like something that you would climb. Uh, Monument Valley. Could you fit a carabiner in my face, to your knowledge? We'll, we'll ask them. We'll ask them. Yeah, we could lighten those a little bit. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. But um, please do check this out. They are a really great company. It's a, it's a small group that's doing like amazing stuff for all of us. Mount Rushmore. Uh, no, no, I think you're thinking of the Tenenbaums. <laughs> if you, uh, but please go to uh, smallsoftware.com/slash/pdw. It's going on too long. But I, I really, I could not imagine trying to do the nonsense that I do without this. And they're a great company. Been very supportive of us. And please give this a try. Watch DSparks' tutorial on it, and you'll see how this, you can make this thing sing. The life hacks angle is like you will find stuff that you're, you're doing. You're washing your laundry by hand where you don't really need to. And this is the kind of app that can really help you with that. Yeah. So please check it out. Smilesoftware.com slash B2W. Uh, we're very grateful uh, to, uh, to Gene and Greg and everybody at Smile for Sporty 5 by 5 and back to work. Gene Greg. Oh, she's, uh, she, you know, for a while she had a Gene, Gene Gray icon. I think she's screwing with me a little bit. Gene Gray McDonald, we call her. I think she's on vacation right now. Yeah, she's not going to listen to this. That's pretty bold. I don't know. You go go on vacation during it. Nice. That's fine for her. You haven't, how long has it been since you've been on vacation? Five years. Five years. Well, I went on a three-day vacation to Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. 
we, we right right that weekend was the weekend I think we were driving out there when we found out definitively that uh, that my wife was pregnant with our our boy who's now four and a half years old. Oh, definitive baby, definitive That's a tough day. defining the babies. Did you go to Bellum's Cars and Music? Yeah, of course. Yesterday? Yeah. sure you did. Sure. sure you did. Of course oh. I did. I don't know what that means. Did you go to Cotazan? Did you go to the John Ringling House? It's pronounced Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Hmm. I wish you'd let me plan. All I planned for was follow-up, and people hate that. No, I like it when you plan. You still like it when I make lists. No, I don't like it when you come back and you read off off the card. I never read off cards. It sounds like sometimes I want to make a point. And here, allow me to use my notes. God, are you even kidding me? No, I could tell you the episodes where you used to do that. I can pull it out. You can't. You don't listen to our show. True. (sighs) God. This is is painful, Dan. This is just painful. Believe me, I know. Mm. Yeah. Should we do one of these emails? Yeah, I'd love an email. Should we tell people we talked about this? We shouldn't tell them we talked about no, this. No, it sounds like we planned. Inside baseball. I love our calls. You know, I really genuinely enjoy our I know, calls. I know, me too. Yeah, me too. We should record those and put it out as a podcast. Benjamin on the line. <laughs> you, need, you need more podcasts. That's what you need. I know. So this we is should, in, Well, Oh, go. no, go ahead. No, I mean, no, I was going to offer to bring Roderick on the line to five by five. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would, yeah I don't email? Email. Go. Sorry. Go ahead. Please this continue. is from, uh, let's just call him Evan. Uh, this is follow up regarding episode 71. Sorry to lose you as a son. <laughs> Great episode, guys. One of the better ones in recent memory to me. I just wanted to share a little anecdote after listening to yesterday's episode. A situation arose and I took Merlin's advice and he has a question mark as if, is it really advice? To heart and it blew up in my face. ready for the the story I'm not, I'm not sure oh I, and i've got a good joke don't let me forget to tell you the new joke i got a new joke I'm capturing that right. what blew up what blew up in whose face okay this blew up in evan's face his your your advice blew up I in his face in the what now go ahead go ahead joke go ahead someone in the office left a soda can in the freezer last week and it exploded <laughs> <laughs> here comes the times new roman all right another co-worker sent a mass email to everyone in the company <laughs> It's a small shop, about 25 people, axing everyone. I'm just reading the email. I love you. Axing everyone to not do that anymore. I think he knew who did it, but chose to send an email to everyone instead. Flash forward to today, another coworker, and also the son of one of my bosses, puts not one, but two glass bottles of soda in the freezer. Instead of leaving a note or moving his bottles to the fridge anonymously, I decided to confront him in the communal kitchen space. I was firm, but polite and matter of fact. I requested he stop doing that because it wasn't a great idea. I knew he wasn't the one who sort of exploded, but I explained I was trying to prevent further incidents. He got pissy, stormed off, and came back in five minutes. He proceeded to tell me he didn't appreciate my tone and how rude I was to him. Then he proceeded to take a cheap shot and say that no one says anything about the sound of you grinding your effing coffee for my AeroPress. Uh, I think he was mad that I and maybe someone else called him out for doing this. It didn't help that his four-year-old son is around the corner in the office because of lack of child care or that his mom moonlights helping out at the company. Ugh. Oh, geez. The whole angle Ugh. of familial conflicts of interest in this place would drive you nuts. And he ends the email. So. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's like, that's like seven hard things. I know. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, so boy, thank you, oh boy, thank oh you, Evan, for the for the email. Thank you, and sorry. Yeah. Um, boy, oh boy, where do you begin? I don't the, know. Ooh, the, the kid thing. What about dogs? What about dogs in the office? How do you feel about that? <laughs> dogs <laughs> anywhere. Just, they just wander around. <laughs> Why stop at don't dogs? Don't like that. You just have cattle. <laughs> you know what it is? It is bring your ram to work day. No, dogs, <laughs> dogs are different from cattle because they're cute. <laughs> so it's different. They're not the same thing. The cattle, cattle are cute. Dogs are loyal. And people get mad when you eat their dog. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's right. I assume, I assume you just got to take it out by Friday or Janice gets mad. Um, and so it was the boss's son. It was bottles, like glass bottles, no plastic bottles. I probably. think the like, first, I think the first one where there was the explosion, uh, I don't think that was a bottle. I think that the way it sounded, it sounded like a can or a plastic, mm-hmm. but yeah. I did this. I did this like two weeks ago. I was out of soda stream <laughs> and I, and I, and I put a, See, I should have learned this from my 12 pack of Bush days. I put it, I put a six pack of, of 12 ounce, shut up. I put a six pack of 12 ounce Safeway seltzer and I hear, I hear ding and I pick up my phone. There's a photo and I'm like, Ooh. oh, no. <laughs> my wife has sent me a photo. Oh, you did it at home. I thought you meant in your private office. I don't have a freezer here. I'm not made of money. You've got a fridge. I got a dorm fridge. You can't have a dorm freezer. There's no such thing. Yeah. They have them in hotels. Not true. Oh, those things you call that a freezer? <laughs> it's just full those of- little chintzy ice things. You think I'm gonna put? You think I'm gonna put water? Dan, have you ever seen those? And it's a little ice thing. Do you have any idea where that ice tray has been? Ugh. Man's assumption. Do you, you know how hard it was? It's hard to get that in, but it was super hard to get it out. That's what she said. That's the problem because now your motivation has waned. Mm. Mm. You got to just wrap everything up, put the whole room. Well. <laughs> Now, the thing is, I, I, the, the, the sick, sad part about this is I'm not sure there's that many ways that that could have been handled better without, without lapsing into the sometimes necessary, um, you know, supplicant dog, like beta dog, passive aggressive thing of going, hey, can I talk to you for just a minute? Can I, I just, oh, listen, I'm so sorry. Oh, what's wrong with me? But, you know, we go into that kind of way of asking somebody not to do something. But uh, Evan, that's a toxic uh, environment you got there. Well, it's toxic, first of all, because cause any two people uh, who are related work there together. No offense. <laughs> but th- when the people who run the company are related, that's, that's really complicated. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that's true. Even I, uh, who was telling me this doesn't matter, pal of mine, you know, has been in a company where like, you ever see those companies where it's like two partners who started it? No, like, like two dudes or whatever, like not like, you know, married partners, but like they've been together for so long. In this case, my friend works this place where they've been together since like 1980. And, and, and the way, the way that a business <laughs> partnership like festers over 30 years is really <laughs> And you become like the two old people who just lived and needle each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you, you still watching Wapner? <laughs> Nice corns. <laughs> Shut up, woman. You know, you just get into that kind of relationship. But it's in a business context, so you're wearing a shirt and stuff. But uh, in that instance, I'm not sure how that could have been a million times better. But I mean, I, I don't mean to adjudicate this, but the way that person handled it uh, is, I think Adler would call it being a giant crybaby. You know, um, here's, the, here's one thing. And this is one reason that, that is difficult to do the stuff we recommend of being honest with people. Um, I don't, I don't like when people are honest with me. It hurts my feelings a lot of the time. If they're being honest about something that they're right about, sometimes it's really, you know, when somebody's being honest, but they have no idea what they're talking about, you know, like when they speculate about, you know, whether I'm moving somewhere else because of the rev share on t-shirts, like that's silly. And that doesn't bother me. 
But in the case of somebody saying something that I'm either sensitive about or that I, like I know is wrong about yeah. me, I think it's very natural for someone to become extremely defensive and to leap straight into no you are mode, which is, which is what that person did. Like what in the hell does, does, does grinding coffee have to do with something blowing up in a, in a fridge? <laughs> Right? I mean, talk about <laughs> passive aggressive. Well, yeah. how about this, Johnny? If you don't like me grinding coffee, why don't you do what I just did, which is come up like a gentleman and talk to you about this. And that, that I have to say, this is one thing that does drive me crazy is, is when people personally, it drives me crazy. When, when somebody goes, I mean, like, what more toxic relationship could you have than having this whole quiver full of complaints that you never put in your bow? You go, oh, re- whoa, really? You well, understand. You don't like the way I use the refrigerator? Let me, let me go get my list. Your chair smells. Your computer's too tall. There's, there's not a, you don't use enough paper. What's, what's with your head? Like suddenly you're going to come up with this, like, you know, this, this UL of all the things that that person is like goofy about. UL. Oh, sorry. It's a computer. No, I got it. I'm with you. Do it as an OL? Well, how would you do it? A DT. You do it. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. Did you vote for Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you can do that in Markdown? You know you can do DTs and DDs in Markdown? DD. DD. I do them in multi-Markdown. Yeah, I do them everywhere. What are you doing for? I haven't used this in years. You can use it for a glossary <laughs> in multi-Markdown. Or need to do a lookup. You know where to go. You want to do a lookup? You know who is? <laughs> you need to, you need to enter, enter, enter man. Go to the man command. In your terminal. Ever run man on man itself? I ran I ran man on latex once and it did not <laughs> okay. return what I expected. It's pronounced Montec. <laughs> I think that's actually uh, the guy I used to work on Internet Explorer. I just did like seven jokes that even I barely understand. I know. Sorry, Tom, sorry, Tontek. Um his name has a sedia in it. Did you know that? Sedia. Is mm-hmm. that an onomatopoeia? Yeah, like like sunt. So let's move on. Um <laughs> my point being, um I don't know, I don't know if there's that particular person. I have a feeling there's pretty much no way that you could say what you wanted to say to that person that would, that would be, be easy. And so what do we do? Most of the time we just avoid it. And, and I think this is where we run into the that's fine from Merlin stuff with our show because people kind of know. They already are cringing. Yeah, they already. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that took a lot of stones to go up and, and, and say that to that person. And then that, you know, that was the reaction. But yeah, never doing that again. Is, that's what you feel like saying. You walk away from it. I'm not doing that again. Well, Mer- Merlin. Was, Thanks, was, Merlin. Like, <laughs> Thanks for the tips. Um, <laughs> But, you know, and then that, that, does hurt, that does hurt your feelings, too. Right. But, I mean, if Evan's going to be our sacrificial lamb for this. Oh, then, totally. Well, he let's, asked let's, for let's learn from the Evan experience and ask people out there to try and get better at not being that guy. Um, so people will have notes for you in life. People will have critical things about you. I think it's really weak to swing back in that way. And, and I've done it. I've done it. And then you think, I'm good at that. Well, you don't, you know, and that's, it's, that's such a lame thing to do. You know, it's, if you want to have a conversation with somebody about that thing, um, then, then that, that should be a separate conversation. I mean, I, I don't know if this is just me, but to me, that becomes a big couple fighting thing. My whole life, just because of the stupid cuss I am, that will become like a whole like, whoa, 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 kind of conversation with somebody. Like, what, you're, you're mad because I came home drunk at 5 a.m. for the ninth time this week? And you don't like how I do math? Well, your car gets bad mileage. Like you're going to come up with all this stuff. <laughs> it's essentially to quote John Roderick, it's the no you are, you know, uh, approach of this. All right. 
And, you know, the thing is, I'll just bet you, like, uh, like uh, you know, uh, Johnny Familiar relationship. <laughs> it's not even amusing. Um, so, so I wonder in that case, th- did you get, I was, I was reading Wolverine. Did, did you get that, uh, that guy works there or was he just hanging out with his non-child care kid? He's, he works at the office. With yes. Yeah, that's correct. From what, yes. what I can glean from. So like, what do you do? So do you like, you like go to the boss? Well, the boss, you know, is it's going to be that that guy's uncle or or father or whatever. I don't I don't I don't I don't know what the answer to that is. And that's and that kind of not knowing is I think what's so frustrating. I I I really I really don't. I mean the only answer that I have for that is is not really useful, but it is a hack. And the hack is it, it, you know and this is still going to seem passive aggressive, but the only thing I know how to do in a situation like that is to try to take care of it. And lead by example. And I know that's that's not a solution in like three different ways. But given given the toxicity of that person's personality, and somebody really should go run a blanket party on that guy, like big time. If you do it right, he'll never see it coming. With the bars of soap and the blanket and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're going to creep around. You're going to have your socks on. Is that right? Hmm. And you know, the sergeant doesn't complain because he thinks it's part of his, uh, they call it a spree de corps. Right? It's got a sedia. It's called a code red. In my case, code red, that's it. Thank you. Um, in, in my case, I guess what I would do is if I see that, I would maybe take it out and, and uh, <laughs> not let it freeze. In an ideal environment, and this is not the ideal environment, but in the ideal environment, we would always assume, it's funny, I was just like, I should, I should come back to this because I've been thinking about this a lot. But in that instance, what if you assumed that that person was not doing it out of malice, but was doing it out of forgetfulness? Like, could you take it out and put it in the fridge. Okay, well, that person might perceive that as like, why did you take my thing out of the freezer? I look at it at 32 degrees, and I know exactly when that happens. Well, you know, and you, what are you going to do? You take it out and you leave a note on it? Like, I just hate dealing with people like I that. Think, I think what you have to do in that situation is you take it out of there, and you say, this is the only way to do it. This is the only way to do it, mm-hmm. I think. This is a different, different path. And this is just to make somebody feel better. Oh man, I saw that you had put those uh, those bottles in that freezer. I just did the same thing and it exploded. It took me forever to clean it up. So listen, I, I put them in. I put them in the fridge. I know you probably wanted them colder than that, but mm-hmm. hopefully they were cold enough already when I put them in there. Listen, I just didn't want you to make the same dumb mistake I made because I'm an idiot. You say it like that, then what are they yeah. going to say? What are they going to say to you? I, I hate that, but I do that. You know what that, I'm saying? Like that's, it, you, that's effective, is what it, it is. It, 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 it feels like you feel horrible doing it, but it's the if you're in this weird kind of incestuous workplace that's going on there that you have no, <laughs> and you don't even get a piece of the incest, right? That's a shame. You're cut out on all angles, locked. That at least this way, like you've preserved the piece in a way that's horrific to your own sense sense of self. But mm-hmm. it, it's the only thing you can do in that, in that situation. I, I just don't see another way to work it out. I've been thinking about this one thing a lot. Just because I'm going to change topics because I don't know how to fix this. Yeah, I don't know either. But something I've been thinking about a lot, and I know it's a little personal, but um, this kind of goes on the heels of a few things that we've been talking about on the show the last few weeks that have been kind of not sticking in my craw, but sticking in my brain. Um, and... I've, I've, I've mentioned this once before as something I do, but what I really should say is it's something that means so much to me that I've got to get better at it. Okay. Which is doing the right thing. Um, There's a movie I, about that. Yeah, yeah. 
Sometimes you just got to throw a garbage can through the window, take off your clothes, and burn the restaurant down. You know what's even more effective? Listening to Roderick on the line? Throwing the, uh, the, the, the water fountain through the window and escaping. Oh, okay. I think you're working ping pong just a little bit there. All right. Chief. Um, I... It's one of the, which one is, which razor is it? I got to look this up and watch something. Is it Hammond's? Uh, Occam's, Occam's. Always Hammond? Occam's. That's anything that uh, can go, uh, razor will go. Hamlin, razor. So which is which? I always get them mixed up. Let me look here. Okay, yeah. So this is putting it strongly, but Hamlin's razor, according to Wikipedia, which is always right, says that never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. Which is putting it strongly. But if you were to take a slightly more humane version of that, um, and not to get too Buddhisty here, but it, it, it's our perception of things that leads to a lot of um, com- the, the complexity of relationships, the difficulty of relationships. Have you ever been in this situation? Let's say you're having a party. You're going to have a party and you got to send out invitations. And let's say that you've got two people you want to invite to the party that were seemingly happily married until like a week ago. Oh no. It broke up and one of them moved out. And you're, you're, of course your immediate thought ordinarily would be to send one invitation to their house. Well, what do you do? And I know this varies a lot because it depends on the people, but I've been in this situation because, you know, people break up and I, all these thoughts go through my head. And, you know, I, there's the one thought of like, oh my gosh, should I invite neither of them? Cause that'll be awkward. Should I invite both of them? But then all oh, that sounds really awkward. Should I invite just one of them? Ah, you know, and then you start getting in, then you start getting into this thing of like, you're, you, the only way out of that from a certain point of view is to try and guess what somebody else feels. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you would go, well, um, man A is really sensitive and will probably have a hissy fit if I don't invite him. And lady B never liked us all with all that much. So I could probably leave her off, even though we've always invited her. And at that point, when you start doing that, when I've started doing that, um, I start feeling real creepy because why not just do that with everything? Why don't I just start guessing how everybody feels about everything? Well, the only real way to handle that is to invite both of them and not make a big deal about it. If they want to make a big deal about it, then they can. I mean, if it's something where one of them has committed homicide on another member of the other's family, you might want to give them a heads up and say, hey, you know, I, I invited Manson or whatever. But uh, it's, they're a family, Right. But, but in that case, like to me, like that's, first of all, does that example resonate? Have you ever been in situations like that? Or you go like, okay, how about this? Like, I know this one guy who's kind of a tool that we like is going to come and probably make 10 people feel bad at the party. So should we not invite him? Don't you start parsing what all those people's reactions might be to seeing the person there? No, it's an awkward situation. And this is the thing. This happens more than people think. Okay. uh, Other examples besides parties? Anything where, you know, I'm thinking back what you're describing the last time that we were in in a situation like this was years and years ago. And this happened like we knew multiple couples all within a short period of time that this happened to. And then it's especially difficult if you have like a regular thing that you were inviting these people to. Oh, God, yes. You know, like, oh, well, we, you know, I don't know what, whatever kids do today. What do they do to Pinochle? Mm -hmm. They still play that? Sure, you have, you have, you have pinnacle night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or bowling night or whatever it is. And, and all of a sudden now, like, one group can't, can't go to that. Well, you can also get into that whole, in this example, you get into that whole thing of, like, who you side with. Right. It, yeah, nobody, oh, nobody that's wants the worst. To put, nobody wants to put it that way, 
But that's how you feel a lot of the time. I mean, if you're perfect, you don't need the show. But if, you know, if you're imperfect, you sit around and go like, you're parsing, right? You're constantly parsing. And you're right. Like, it could be a Christmas party. Like, you always invite these same 25 people to a yeah. Christmas party. So all of a sudden, what? You're not going to invite one of those people? No, you can't. With, without telling them why? <laughs> you can't. Right. You're done with it. You walk away. Well, you bust the joint out. You light a match. Light a match. That the um the, the part of this that I'm thinking about, and I'm 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 really thinking out loud here. This is not something where I'm making a pronouncement about being good. It's more like I'm thinking out loud about being bad at it. Is trying to as much as possible stop making those assumptions. We we had a round of this a few weeks ago, trying to figure out a why, why, why. <laughs> and and something both of us trying to figure out a why, why, why. And and at the end of it, I think what we both came up with, well, you know, things happen in the world mm -hmm. and there's no whys and whys. And the only thing that, that each of us can do, I, I keep using that phrase like a gentleman, because it's a joke we make on another show. But, but the best thing that you can do is be the best version of yourself that you can. And, and to give people the opportunity to be the best person of themselves that they can be. Um, which, which does sound a little fruity and does sound really highfalutin, but that, that's, a, that's a pretty advanced level of operation as a human being if you can get to that. Um, and not, not striving toward that um, can pull you down into some pretty weird places. It definitely pulls you down into the overthinking part. And when you start overthinking things like those relationships, I think you can't help but start looking for score sheets or, you know what I mean? You start looking, you start tallying up in these two columns, like what thing you should do. And you're no longer thinking about, oh my God, I love this person. I love both these people and I like hanging out with them and life's complicated. And instead you start looking for something to defend uh, your own decision-making about things, which again, like if you're in a situation where the, where the boss's kid is blowing crap up, blowing cuss up in, in the, uh, in the freezer, like I don't, I don't have an easy solution for that, but in this larger way, in a way that I truly aspire to, and I just can't tell you enough. I'm sorry to keep saying this, but like, I, I'm so not saying I'm good at this. I'm saying this like, but I feel in my heart that this is really important is to give people the opportunity to do the right thing. And if they don't do the right thing, don't let that affect you. I mean, don't let, don't let that affect you in the sense of feeling like you've got to change them to make them do the right thing. Don't feel, maybe more importantly though, don't let that change like your thing. You should still pick up the trash if they didn't. Um, you know? Um, but you shouldn't, you're saying you shouldn't not be a good person because... I don't know if it's a good person or not, being a good person or not. Do the right thing. Doing the right thing. Well, in the case, in the case of Evan, why was that all a problem? Well... The secondary problem, this is, I don't mean to bag on Evan, but like, let's be honest. The, the real problem there started when people did a bunch of stupid cuss, right? They did some dumb things. And then Evan sounds like did the best that he could to try and ameliorate that by addressing it in an honest way. But the problem now and the problem, the thing that he brought to us in a lot of ways is now he feels bad about it, right? Because he's got to carry that around. The problem is not resolved. The freezer is still screwed up. People are still going to write notes and the, and the music goes round and, and nobody's happy about it. Now, if Evan were a perfect person or I would be a, were a perfect person, uh, you would just go clean out the freezer and not say anything, which is such a bananas idea. It, when you work in an office and you're keeping score about this stuff and your feelings get hurt, let me just say, when I worked in an office, no way in a million years would I do that. I'd be much more likely to put up a note or I'd be really likely to go put the broken bottle on the person's chair and go, hope you don't sit on this freezer boy. <laughs> That, that's how I rolled. 
But like, as I'm trying to like become a slightly better human being, this is part of me that thinks, and I've said this before, our neighbor, I mean, like when I talk about the trash stuff, there's the trash stuff we talk about with, with in the house and like how important it is to just do that. But you know, I'm talking directly about, about our neighbors who just never take out the trash. If, 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 if they don't take, I'm sorry to beat on this, except it's something that does get in my craw. And I finally made my peace with this, which is that I just do it and that's okay. And I don't say anything because I'm never going to change them. Um, I mean, I'm not sure anything's going to, going to change them. Uh, and maybe that they don't need to be changed. Maybe they don't understand. Maybe they don't understand that you can't put styrofoam in the compost. You, you know that, right? You know, they can't compost styrofoam. I thought the only thing you could do with that was put it in, into the landfill. Why am I upset about this? Why does this affect me? Because we each get a certain amount of garbage space. <clears throat> and if it's all filled up with boxes, people didn't break down or it's filled up with comp. The thing is, in San Francisco, if they come by your house and they don't like your trash, they drive away. You have to make the trash man love your trash. Oh, they did. They started doing that. They did that here. They, that, that guy, <clears throat> my sense is that our trash dude, mustache guy, um, I think mustache guy is in some ways culpable if bad stuff goes into the wrong place. My sense is he would not in a million years spend so much time checking to see if there was an aluminum can accidentally in the compost, except in as much as like he'll be taken to task if that's in there. So long story short, you wish, um, he'll just walk away and leave a note. There's like a little hanging, like a generic form letter they will leave on your garbage can with a check mark about why they didn't take your trash that week. So what's the big deal? Well, now we got stinky trash because somebody put stuff in the thing. And so my evolution on that is to every Monday night, Take the trash out. And if I see stuff in there that I know is going to get mustache guy mad, I take it out and I move it. This is a continuation of something. I, I shouldn't talk about this at all, but they're so annoying. And, and, uh, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. So I just, and, and so the, the first step is like, yes, take it out and do it. The second step is not mind taking out and doing it. And the third step is to just let go of the fact that I should feel anything about that other than I'm a dad and need to take the trash. Well, this is, this is all very advanced and forward thinking and Buddhist of you, but isn't there some part of you that has the same philosophy that says, well, if I feed the stray cats, then they'll keep coming back and more of them will eventually come. Aren't you just feeding the stray cats by doing this? Like essentially like welcoming. You're, you're, you're enabling them to not do it. You're, and the fact is that now they're like, well, somebody's doing it for us. We definitely don't have to do it now. That's a, that's actually a great analogy. And I feel the same way about pigeons. I don't know why people feed pigeons. It makes me furious. Because they're they're basically rats with little beady eyes. They're not even as cool as rats. Now, rats at least have way. an ethos. Mm. <laughs> That's two. Okay. Phone's ringing, dude. I, the only the only objection I would have, or the only disagreement I would have with that analogy, is that's not doing that is not going to make more mooks come and not take the trash out. That's tr- well, that is true. And in the case of Evan. Um, when you're moving, you can be like, I guess somebody else is going to have to take your trash down now. That's what you yeah, say but, when you're but, moving. But see, how do I get to the point where I go, who cares? Yeah. How do I get to the point where I go and do that? Now, now if, there became, if there was something about that that became genuinely dangerous, like if there were explosives in the trash that they wouldn't take away, <laughs> right. I'd, I'd have to deal with that. But you do have to keep your powder dry in life. You, gotta, you do have to kind of pick your fights. Um, you know what I mean? As in choose your fights uh, wisely. And, and, and at work... I'm really trying to avoid the whole hundredth monkey thing, but like doing the right thing. The thing is like, here's the thing. <laughs> let's look at it this way. Let's, let's take this to a far an ugly extreme. So you went to, you went to like water bottle boy and, and like a gentleman, you said, Hey, you know, just so you know, that stuff blows up. Now 
Ways to make that terrible. You know, I get yelled at about that a lot. Well, now, eh, you know, the malignancy gets into the air conditioning and things are getting ugly everywhere now, right? But like, so what if you were to, I don't know, take, take the bottle out when it's obviously very cold and put it in the refrigerator? Do you need to leave a note? Probably not. If they can't figure that out, that's okay. Uh, if it explodes in there, you could clean it up or you could leave it for Janice and then she'll leave a note. Um, you could do all those things, but here's the thing. If you go out, let, let's say what we're not saying, which is nobody likes to be a punk ass cuss, punk cuss cuss. Nobody wants to seem like they're being trodden upon. And when you talk about attracting cats, you know, by feeding the strays, I think what we're really saying is how, is it going to make people not respect us? Cause now we don't seem tough. Now we don't seem like we stand up for ourselves. Isn't that kind of implicit in what you and Evan are saying? Yeah. I think is so. that if I, if I let these people get away with that, that's a little bit, that's a little bit of skin off my back. And I, I don't, I do that all the time. And that's why we're having this conversation. I don't want to be like that anymore. And I'm struggling with it because, um, you know, the old joke about, uh, which one is it? Uh, New Yorker? No, no. Whatever. One of those comics with the stick people, people like, you know, I can't go to sleep. Somebody's wrong on the internet right now. <laughs> I, li- I like that one. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those comics people like. It's a good um, one. Can you say it again? No. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, it was a guy, the woman comes and, uh, it says to the guy, come on, go to bed. And he, I'm probably gonna misquote this, but something like, sorry, I, I can't come to sleep yet. Somebody on the internet is wrong. I love it. And I feel that way a lot of the time. It's hard for me to rest. No, you know what, dude? I did spell Wookiee correctly. I did. I did. Like, you're, you're a Star Wars nerd who's correcting me incorrectly. You know, you should have to go in the Sarlacc for that. <laughs> so here's what I'm trying to evolve toward. Like, yeah, no, I don't have an answer for that. I don't, I don't know how you get that guy to stop that. And, and there's this one little bit that's always like a throwaway with me and, and with the show, which is you could learn not to mind it, which, you know, it's hard not to mind it, but you know, what if, what if we did, and this is, ah, uh, this should be a different hippier podcast, but mm-hmm. like, what if, what if one step on our own development was to always hope people would give us the chance to do the right thing, but then also try to give other people the right, the chance to do the right thing. Now, in the case of that dude, like he's had the chance to do the right thing. And maybe he never will do the right thing. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll do something different that drives you crazy. But like, what if A, you learn to mind it less? And what if B, you took it less personally? And C, if it really is a big deal, if there really are explosives in the garbage can, no question, you have to go and talk to that person. You know, if, if, if somebody is endangering people, for example, you have to go and talk to them. And it doesn't matter how mad they get. But well, you know, you know what? That's this is all part of the same point, which is I, if you can learn not to mind annoyances and slights, you'll be a lot happier. But if you can also learn to not be fearful of holding somebody to account for something that's not right, I think you're moving in the right direction. I think the problem is sometimes we get that a little bit backwards, where we feel like we become like uh, Olive Oil's father and Popeye, and we're just walking around going, "You will be an apology <laughs> all the time," you know, instead of just let, letting it letting it go. But then we could be so chicken cuss about something that we never address something that actually is a big deal, right? And, and so in a workplace, let's give an example. If you're a manager and you're not going to somebody and saying, hey, look, everybody else here finds a way to get in by 10 every day. Like we've talked about this before. We've talked about how important it is for esprit de corps that everybody be here before 10. Like you don't have to be here at 7, but really the meeting is at 10. You really need to be here by 10. Why are, why are you not making here at t- at t- making it here at 10? Because honestly, guy, people know we've talked about this and it's starting to seem like you're kind of doing a thing by not being here at 10. 
I think that's worth going in and talking to somebody about. I think that's not passive aggressive. In that case, yes, that is somebody who's higher than you. What if your boss is never there for the 10 o'clock meeting? <laughs> There's a certain point where it might be worth going to them and saying, you know, you're not here most of the time for the 10 o'clock meeting. Should we reschedule that? Maybe passive-aggressive, maybe practical. Maybe you could sit there and try to be their shrink and figure out what they're trying to prove with that. You know, in some countries, being late for something is part of the culture. And so supposedly, there's a great book I've mentioned before called uh, Kiss, Bow, or Shake Hands. And it's this book about doing business. Um, I mentioned this a long time ago on the show, but um, my, uh, my ex-father-in-law used to do a lot of international business. And, and he talked about how you would go to Japan and like, you wouldn't even talk about work for two or three days. You'd just sit like, in a hot room with a towel on you. And if you talked about business, it was done. It was just, that was not done. In some places, you never so, show the sole of your shoe. In Turkey, you cuss as sure as cuss, never hand somebody your left hand to shake. It's complicated. Um, you know, these, these kinds of, of things that, that these cultural differences can be, can be really complex because they mean different things to different people. But, you know, back to our old um, thing we beat on, if, if the management of a place, I mean, and that's kind of what Evan's addressing here. The real problem in some ways is not with Bottle Boy. The real problem is that that person has impunity to behave in that way. Right. So I don't know, maybe, maybe the day comes where you go like, what, what if speaking of blowing up in somebody's face, like what happens if somebody gets shards of glass in their face? Well, do I really care about being right? Or do I really care about somebody not getting shards of glass in their face? Yeah. Cause then it comes back to you just take it out of there. And if you're feeling real stony that day, as in these guys down here, walk up and say, Hey, look, you didn't leave these bottles in the freezer a lot. You're the only one here that drinks Fresca. <laughs> and so you should stop doing that because it's dangerous. And I'm fine to take it out every time I take it out, but can you work out some other way to do this that's not going to cause a mess and endanger people? Or you can learn not to mind it. I, I, don't, I don't know what another solution for that is, personally. There's a, you know, if, if we should do our hacks, our work hacks episode about all the passive-aggressive things you can do to make people feel bad, use those services where you, anonymous services for telling people they have BO, I just don't think most of them are sustainable, and I don't think most of them change the actual problem. We focus on people as the actual problem here. You know, they are the actual problem. But, but the true problem in a lot of these is ourselves because it's our own sense of dignity and worth and respect that drives us to feel bad about that. So if you take the dignity and worth and respect issue out of it, then what's the real problem? Well, the real problem is you're causing a mess for Janice and you're endangering my face. And if that's what you're bugged by, <laughs> you should feel no compunction about walking over with the bottle and saying, do you understand the glass explodes when it expands? It's a whole thermodynamic thing. I can look it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't store copper in there, right? That's Newton. Yeah. Lyric. And, and so, do you follow though? But I, I think that's a different thing. One of them, and, and this is not a criticism, Evan, because this has been my whole freaking life. Go back to, um, what? Yeah. Trigger rights on the bus driver. Mm -hmm. You can learn what small man I used to be at work. But I mean, if it really, if it, I, and this is where I bring it all together. If you go back to getting things done, which is copyright David Co. 2001. Um, any project you have, you should be able to envision that outcome. How will I know when I'm done with this? How will I know it's been successful? And what is the goal line that I'm racing toward with all of these tasks that I have on my list? Well, what's the unit test for talking to Bottle Boy? Josh, if, if the idea in your head is he apologizes, well, that's one possibility. Uh, if one is that I am pretty sure he won't do it again and I'll keep checking, that's good. But like, what is, what is the best outcome of that? Because I would bet you, Evan, that if you went back, you probably did not have the, what your idea of the best outcome would be. The best outcome in the world would be he'd fall down and, and rend his garments and apologize for everything. But, you know, that's probably not going to happen. I don't mean to sound like a, like a blanket party on Evan. 
but I'm just, this is just because it's what God, I'm why do you hate Evan so much? You know what? I hate his name. My first roommate was named Evan. Really? I never realized how angry I am until just now. Gosh. Yeah, he was 16. His mom tried to decorate our room. Super Ooh. frustrating. Yeah, Harvey Mudd. It's not even a real place. <sighs> Can I tell you about something I like? Yes. You know about the Squarespace? Have you heard of this? This is a website. It is a website? So uh, our thanks to Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> that's Wait it you like okay, the show go to squarespace that google it if you don't can't figure okay, it out two things b we get sponsors for a our new minimalist podcast <laughs> right yeah it's like like i heard on on, uh, on prayer home campaign the other day that john cage knock knock joke it's pretty funny so um squarespace is a terrific site for for uh for hosting stuff for putting up a blog or a portfolio we haven't talked much about the portfolio stuff we've mentioned before uh wait i'm sorry i didn't get through the f's and b's Give me the other F's and B's. Where are some F's and B's on Squarespace? It totally hosted. CMS. Your files are hosted there. Whatever you want this site to do, it can take care of for you. Not whatever. It doesn't do everything. It doesn't hit a kid over the head with a stupid bottle. Uh, it might be a plug-in. I don't know. It could be in six. Great thing about Squarespace is every, anything you want to do, anything you want to host, you can put it right there. These portfolios are gorgeous. If you go in and look at the, uh, what is it, the gallery page? You seen that gallery page? I love that gallery. Well, it's, it, they call it examples, but... That's there. It is their they gallery. They should call that gallery. So. They should call. They should talk to Ryan. Will you make a note of that? Yeah, well, I'll get a man on that. It's not an offer. Offer uh, example. Um, but but what's terrific about this is is they make it so easy for you to get your stuff up, and it stays up. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't crash. It doesn't go down. Um, I mean, everything goes down sometimes. God willing. But um, <laughs> <laughs> is this the spot? Where is this the ad spot? I don't know what anything is anymore, Dan. All right. Here. Oh, look at that. They got a picture of Kimbra up there. Dehuba? Kimbra. 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 Is that, is that a rapper? No, she's a lovely uh, singer. Is that you think it's Keisha with a dollar sign? No, no, no. Kimbra. Is Keisha a variable? I, I don't know what that means. Hmm. That's John. I love Squarespace.com because it has taken a lot of the friction out of stuff that I, that I like to do. And, and uh, like Dan, Dan can give you some examples of this. Um, I'm, I'm moving more and more stuff there, but like that's kind of a behind the scenes right now. The stuff that I am doing um, above the scenes or in front of the scenes is really enjoying the interface. Um, here's an example. Uh, Roderick on the Line, um, which is this podcast I do that Dan doesn't listen to that I was going to offer to bring to 5x5, five five, but uh, you know, I just don't want to get into that right now. Would you ever have us here? Over. What do you mean, have us here? Somebody asked me on the tutor the mm-hmm. other day, like about about saying, "Oh, you know, I, I've enjoyed a couple of Roderick on the lines. Like, which ones should I uh, listen to?" And I thought, "Oh, I could go and like kind of teaspoon my way into this and like go, oh, here's five links.'" But instead, I I was uh, I was sitting there and enjoying a beverage on the couch, and I grabbed my iPad, opened up the beautiful Squarespace app, and just for fun went in and added tags wow. to five or six. That just said, hey, you know, Merlin's faves. And then I sent some sent him a link to that. That was it was that fast and easy to you. Well, can you do that other places? You can do everything other places, but it's difficult to do this, all these everything's in the one place. Yeah. In a pretty interface. More in than soft- the sum of its parts. Yes. They should call it Gestalt uh, space. <laughs> is or, that or, ta- is that taken? I yeah, I think they should call it space Jung. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I love having that all in one place. Now you moved, you got the big week there. 
Yep, that's it, there. The five by five blog is there, and Hive Logic will will be there as soon as I get the import straightened out. Yeah, if I can ever figure out the Drupal uh, API plugin, I'll have a lot of stuff there. <laughs> Got to get that to export. People directly. have started complaining a lot about the "You Look Nice Today" site, and I'm entirely sympathetic because I have to use Drupal. It you use Drupal? I like Drupal. Drupal. I'm not bashing Drupal. Drupal. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I didn't know. God, you. if you make me drop you another marker, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna love you all you, nice Jim. Day. I think. I think I'm breaking down, Dan. I might need to lay down. This is Drupal. Hmm? Yeah, and I screwed up the spacing with the theme. I can't even get into it. You look nice today about our program. You look yeah. nice today is an audio based. Is this part of the spot? Is this hmm? part of the spot? I would love it if you would go to squarespace.com slash back to work and I'll tell you why. Um, they have a great deal. Now, I, I think it's a real bargain when you sign up. It's a bargain <laughs> because this is super rock solid, especially if you've got a company. I don't know why you would have an internet startup where you make your own website personally. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, what if I, I just want to do a simple like five page site? I know I'm going to have I know I'm going to have more later. Right. You know, you know can I do that with this? Yeah, I mean, this is not part of their materials, but I, I just pulled this out on my cuss. But I'm just going to say, um, almost nothing on Squarespace, I can't think of anything on Squarespace that feels like an afterthought. Um, there are sites you can go where it's pretty easy. There are places you can go, and I'm trying not to get myself in trouble here. Um, there are places you can go where it's pretty easy to set up a blog. There are places you can go where it's pretty easy to set up pages. But really, those are, those are that most of that's kind of happening with tweaks <laughs> in the MySQL. I mean, th- these are really, you go in and it's a drag and drop interface for saying, I want a new section here called FAQs. What? And then you just go in and fill in the FAQs. What? You reorder them. It's all on a page. It's all WYSIWYG. It's so easy to use. If you don't want the WYSIWYG, you go into this thing I'm terribly scared of called advanced customizations. And if you've got a competent person working for you, you can blast this entire thing open and, and get access to the HTML and the whole nine. But I love that, that I love being disintermediated on things that I don't want intermediation in. I, I so never want to touch my HTML code again. I can do it in Markdown. I can do it in, I think they do textile too, but the, I, I use Markdown, HTML, and, uh, and WYSIWYG. You can do all of those um, for getting this stuff up, which is, which is really great. But um, what was my point, Dan? Squarespace.com. Slash back to work. Slash back to work. And when you sign up, which you should. Uh, if you sign up, uh, if you sign up right now for a year, you will get twenty percent off of the normal low price. You sign up for two years, you get twenty five percent off. And if you sign up for more than a year, you also get a free domain name. If that domain name is available when you sign up, you will get your domain name hanging on your brand new site. It takes four and a half minutes. And Dan, for the beloved listeners, <laughs> back to work. On top of that, touch the pan. You will get ten percent on top of any other site. This is this is on top of ex libris, right? Pro bono. You're going to get an extra 10% off whatever you do if you use the code for the month of six, lay down, one word, lay down. And so, did I, did, can you rearrange that to make that all make sense? Squarespace is a good site for getting <laughs> discounts, CMS pages, easy. Cut that out. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm a Kraftwerk song. I like it. Um, a lot of people on Twitter uh, have emailed or tw- tweeted, tweeted. Yeah. To yeah. say that it's xkcd.com slash 386 for the... Uh, and that's the stick people comic? For the stick people. So I put that into the show notes. Nice. I'm sure Ryan will enjoy that. And so uh, he likes comics. <laughs> you know, he's gotten into the Harvey comics lately. What's that one with the little, uh, the little uh, witch? What's that one called? Richie Witch? Richie Rich. Oh, that was such a funny joke and you stepped on it. 
You stepped on a little bit. Hmm. You know, like when you when you bump up your Coke. Dan, I think I think we may have gone down some kind of a wormhole. But if you want to have, here's the thing: if you want to have a wormhole and you want it easily hosted somewhere with uptime and uh, and uh, pages, um, Squarespace is the way to go. And here's the last thing: here, this is what I tell all my kids. Um, I, I hope I say this at least once a month: is that if there are people in your life that are mostly living on on a, on this social network site uh, of one kind or another, that's all really great. It's really swell to have. The thing that I like and the thing that I'm attracted to, and if I had more time, I'd be spending so much more time on this right now, is, is moving stuff to a place that I feel is more my own. Um, now, how Squarespace different from other places in that way? Well, isn't every place like yours? Well, kind of. But you can spit out this giant wad of XML from Squarespace anytime you want. And it's, I, if I understand, you ever done it, Dan? You ever do the, the big out export? I've exported it all just to see what it would happen. Yeah. Was, is, is, is it, it possible? JSON? Is it JSON or, or what is it? Is, is it straight up like XML? Do you get, like, don't you get a choice? How I'm you, not how sure. you get I mean, out I know. Here's the thing. The cool thing is you can go in and export any of your blogs uh, in the, in the classic way where you get, I guess, like a, what would that be? Maybe the, in the MT format or one of those, but you can spit out your whole site, including like where the images are as this one big thing. Like, I would kill for that in certain other CMSs right now. But that's enough said. Squarespace.com slash back to work. You know about it. Please try it. And please tell your friends about it. The people who need to know about this, uh, the, the schools and the churches and all the places where there are not dedicated resources to doing all the stuff that you need to keep a site up. This really just runs. And we love them a lot. They're good to us. Squarespace.com slash back to work. For the month of six, you can use the offer code lay down for an extra 10% on top of all of their wonderfulness. Why are you laughing, Dan? I was almost done. Why are you laughing? Sorry. We're very grateful to Squarespace for supporting Five by Five and Back to Work. Why are you laughing? I just I like the the promo code. Lay down. Yeah, uh, I need to lay down. I misspelled Kane. Did I mention that? You did. God, I look old. Did you like that mandrel video? That's pretty cute, huh? Yeah, I love. Well, I love the video. I don't. I don't know what it, the mandrel dance is, other than what you've done. But I like it's it. It's not a dance. It's exactly what we just did. There's one scene in the Avengers where. It's this really weird episode where um, I'm trying to remember what happens. But basically, you know, there's all these places where you keep the bad guys. You get the shield place where you keep the bad guys. That's, that's like a minimum security kind of white collar deal. You've got the cube. Um, you've got you go deeper and deeper until finally there's this one guy with a beard that they keep tied up under the ocean. His name's like Titanic or something. He's a really bad guy. And, and something happens and all these get opened up, Right. Isn't there like a miniature prison they keep on the helicarrier? Isn't there like a, something like that? Anyway, they all go open. The, the doors fly open and there's bad guys everywhere. It's crazy. It's crazy go nuts. And, and one of them is Mandrill, who confronts... Um, now, wait a minute. Is, uh, is, is Giant Man, uh, Ant-Man, is he, he's an Avenger, right? Is this the After Dark or the, the regular show now? It's like I don't even know you anymore. What, do, what show would you like to have? I don't know. Do you want me to talk about Vis-a-Vis Nokia? I can do that. I got a copy of numbers. <laughs> I, I, will, I will literally go into numbers right now. Okay. Okay. Are you worried about our market share? No. Are you worried about uh, sucking the oxygen out of the vertical? No, I just, I wonder if this, you know, if this is what people. Uh, do you really wonder? Do you really wonder? I do wonder. Did you know the Microsoft Surface will run on gasoline? E- ethanol or? Want to button this up? Yeah. Okay. I love you. I love you too, Merlin, man.